Welcome to the Lewis Jonker Podcast. Lewis is a speaker, storyteller, preacher and poet. Hope you get something out of this talk. My family used to, I used to eat watermelon. Yeah. Everyone goes, mmm. Whose favourite fruit is watermelon? <laughs> okay, well, whose favourite fruit is mangoes? Whose favourite fruit is strawberries? Whose favourite fruit is apples? You're basic. You're basic, Luke. Everyone, point to Luke and say, you're basic. But out of, out, like, red or green? Red, okay, fair enough. I used to eat the watermelon in my backyard. It was the watermelon with seeds in it, which I hated. But hey, when you fam- when you live in Biloela, I guess you can only get the seed type. So I used to eat the watermelon in the backyard. And I'd chuck the watermelon skin slash rind slash shell slash whatever it's called into the garden. And then my mouth would be full of seeds. And I'd spit the seeds into the garden. Now, what you have to understand about my garden at home is it wasn't clean and tidy. It was like back in, actually, my mum went through this like whole gardening phase. And when I visit home right now, it's like she's got these beautiful gardens. But there was definitely a season where they weren't beautiful gardens. And it was just like there's rocks everywhere. There's concrete path everywhere. There's like, there's birds flying around. My, oh, my dog. I had a little Australian silky terrier. She used to love like um, playing with like all the little finch birds. And when I say loves playing with all little finch birds, what I mean is she would like maul them to death which is not how you should play with your friends. <laughs> if you're playing with your friends by mauling them to death, you're doing it wrong. But I would spit the seeds out and my family, we'd just be sitting in the backyard, chilling on the back patio like real Australians, home among the gum trees, eat the watermelon, throw the rind, spit out the seeds, eat the watermelon, throw the wine, spit out the seeds. And amongst this dirty, messy garden, full of rocks, full of paths, full of birds coming in all the time, it was not a beautiful garden. One day in Biloela, I saw a vine pop out of the garden. No joke. And I was like, Surely not. And the vines started to grow. And I was like, this can't be. Watermelons aren't meant to grow in Biloela. It's way too hot. Watermelons need a, it's way too hot. It's like scorching heat. The watermelon starts to grow. And then I see, yeah, there's the little watermelon thing on the edge. It starts to grow, this fruit. And I'm going, holy cow. I felt like a mastermind because I planted a watermelon without knowing it. And it grew and it grew and I cut it off and I ate it. And it was the worst watermelon I'd ever had in my life. (laughs) Hey, but it was a good looking watermelon. It was a good looking watermelon. Here's the Bible verse we read. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. The birds came and ate it up. They ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow, but when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up, and the thorns choked the plants. Still other seed fell on the good soil where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Jesus tells this story, right, about this farmer who's apparently blind. Because he's got all this seed 
and he's throwing the seed out. And some seed falls where there's lots of thorns and the thorns choke the plants. And some of the seed falls on like the concrete path or the edge of the garden. And it's really easy for birds to come and get the concrete and they snatch the seed and they take it away and the seed's gone. And some of the seed falls on like really rocky ground. Rocky ground sucks. I've got a cousin who owns a business and his whole business is picking rocks out of farmer's fields. However, he invested in this like $200,000 truck and the $200,000 truck has these wheels that spin and they just smash the rocks out of the ground. So this farmer's out there, he's throwing the seed everywhere and then some of it lands in good soil and it produces a crop. Whoa. And the question is that I've always had reading this is, what is the farmer doing? Why is this farmer throwing out seed on a path? Like the farmer has eyes. He knows there's a path there, right? I said when I go visit my grandparents in South Australia, we visit the the vineyards. It's like the vineyards where they make wine and grapes, I guess, but mostly wine. And to get to the vineyards, you have to park on the side of the road, you have to stop at the road, and then you have to walk across the, 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 the piece of land, and then you have to jump a fence, and then you get into the field. They don't plant the vines right next to the road, because it'd be a waste of seed. And before they plant it, they get the truck in with the wheel to get rid of all the rocks. They don't put seed where there's rocks. And then they get pesticides and incestors and the the weed killer and they spray that everywhere to make sure there's no weeds. So I'm thinking, what is this farmer doing? He's throwing out all this seed. And guess what? Seed's expensive. Me and the pastor's staff, we went to a farm, Candy, Candy's farm. (laughs) They're a family that go to the church, PM church, to come check it out sometime, or AM church. They're a family that come here. We went to their farm and he opened his fridge and in his fridge, he had a packet of seeds because that's where they keep their seeds. And he got this tiny little packet of seeds out and it was like they grow like something like, uh, what do you call them, capsicums, bell peppers. And he's like, guess how much this packet of seeds are? And we're like, oh, I don't know. I've been to Bunnings before. I bought carrot seeds. They're like three bucks a pop. He's like, this is $400 worth of seeds. So you can imagine when they're throwing out their seeds, they're not trying to waste them. But for some reason, this farmer, he's like, Hurdy-dooty, hurdy-dooty, hurdy, just throwing out the seeds. And I was thinking about why this is. Why is he wasting the seed? Well, because just like me, when I was spitting out the watermelon seeds, some of the seeds, they landed on the path because it was like my, 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 you know, it was like one of those concrete edges on the, on the garden that we had at home. Some of the seed landed there because, you know, I didn't do a big enough spit. Some of the seed landed in rocky ground. Heaps of rocks of ground. We, we certainly weren't picking out the rocks. That's hard work. I don't like doing hard work. That's why I'm a youth pastor. <laughs> Some of the seed lands where there's thorns. Like my mum even has, like, roses. Like, you walk through there, you're getting cuts all over yourself. I remember one time I walked through the garden 
and I landed on one of those rose thorns that's like this big and it like implanted itself into my heel, but so far deep that you can't even see it's there. Like it's flush with the bottom of your foot because it's so far deep. And I remember having to pick out that thorn and just like the, the feeling of like going in, you don't, you just like immediately like, oh no, it goes in real quick. But pulling it out, that's the hard part. That's the scary part. And some of the seed landed there. But amongst all that, one of these hundreds of watermelon seeds that I must have spit out landed in a piece of good soil. And I wonder in your life if there's a whole bunch of birds, a whole bunch of path, a whole bunch of rocks, a whole bunch of weeds, and you look at your life or you look at your school or you look at your family and you think there's too many path here, there's too many birds, there's too many weeds, there's too many rocks. I come to youth and I come to church, but it doesn't, doesn't hit me because there's too many birds, there's too many weeds, there's too many rocks. I come to youth and I get in a fight with someone. I go to school and I get bullied. I go home and my mum and dad yell at me. And you come to youth and it's like, you want, it, you want the seed. This story that we tell of like love and peace and forgiveness, you want that and you do all these things and you come to church and it's like, you feel like it doesn't go in. Or maybe you're a Christian and you go into your school and you're like, I want to share the good news of Jesus. I want to invite my friends to youth. And it just feels like you're throwing seed out in like, you just feel like this is a waste of time. But it's not a waste of time. Because of all the watermelon seeds that I spat out, one of them landed in good soil. And it grew. And the watermelon might have tasted really, really, really gross. <laughs> but I reckon that watermelon that grew had like 50 more seeds in it. I need the Holy Spirit. Nick, come up here. <laughs> you need to press the button, Nick. <laughs> Not the Holy Spirit button. The Holy Spirit's already here. But I need the, I need the spiritual. So everyone's very quiet. We're going to click this one or this one. It's going to... Which one you click will really affect the end of my sermon because they're different chords and progressions and I'll have to speak at a different pace depending on which one you pick. So it's up, it literally is up to the Holy Spirit right now to influence you to press one of those buttons. Oh, shouldn't have pressed that one. <laughs> no, I like that one. Thank you, Nick. I don't know what your life is like. I don't know what your school's like. I don't know what your home's like, but I have worked with young people long enough that I know you got it rough. I reckon if I walk away from my phone, it's better. And I trust that there's good soil in this room. And I know that some of you probably have like fears, anxieties, worries, issues. I know that for some of you, you're going to go home, you're going to like Snapchat someone and do something you shouldn't be doing. And it's like a bird's going to come. And even though I'm telling you this, the bird's going to come and he's going to take, the, he's going to take it away. And I know that some of you, you've got these weeds in your life, like the worries of the world. And that might be something your parents are doing. That might be something that you're caught up in. But, but it's like there might be worries about like how you dress or how you look and, they, and, and the seed tries to grow, but the, the weeds like choke it. Or there might be rocks. There might be things in your life where it's like 
it makes your heart hard. Sometimes I feel, let me be honest with you, sometimes I feel like my heart is hard. Because sometimes I'm talking to someone and I'm just thinking, you're an idiot. And every time I think, you're an idiot, God says, if you hate someone in your heart, you're committing murder. And it's like, I know there's this part of me where I'm like, you're an idiot. And I know that it's like, that's as bad as murder because I shouldn't hate anyone. And it's like, I've got this hardness. And I know you've got it too, because we're all human. But I trust we get up here, we do this youth thing because we want to sow this seed and the seed is this. No matter how much path, no matter how much weed, no matter how many thorns, no matter how many rocks, God would do anything to get you back in relationship with Him. God wants to know you. God loves you so much that He gave up everything, His own Son, to be in relationship with you. And I know that some of you, that just bounces off. But for some of you, 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 you feel that. You feel like, yes, I'm meant to be connected to, the, to this God who created the universe. I don't always feel loved, but I want to feel loved by the God of the universe. I don't always feel like I belong, but the God of the universe wants to know that you do belong. Sometimes you're anxious, sometimes you're worried, but the God of the universe wants to say, you can be safe with me. So I don't care what you've been through. I don't care about your rocks. I don't care about your thorns. I don't care about the path. I don't care about the birds. I'm going to sow the seed and it's expensive. It costs costs God everything. It costs God His only Son. But I'm going to sow the seed. I'm going to waste it. I'm going to do whatever it takes because I know that in this room, some people have good soil. And I know there's good soil in us all. And I mean it. I really like youth ministry and I really like sowing the seed and I really like seeing good soil. So I don't know where you're at, but I want to do a simple prayer. And the prayer is this. I want to pray that if you feel like there's rocks in your life, things that make you hard, a hard heart, if there's weeds in your life, worries, anxieties, anxiousness, all that sort of stuff, if there's birds, which is like outside sources. Like you hear something good and the moment you walk out the door, someone's made some snarky remark that makes you feel horrible about yourself and the bird. I want to pray that all those things would get lost so that we can have good soil and so that the seed can grow. And I want you to know when you look at others in this room, don't see the rocks. Don't see the weeds. Don't see the birds, see the good soil. Youth leaders, don't see young people's rocks. Don't see their weeds. Don't see the birds that attack, see the soil. Good timing. (laughs) Bow your heads, close your eyes. (laughs) God, I pray for every single person in this room and I pray for all the rocks, all the weeds, all the birds. I pray that you would clear all those things away 
and that you would speak to people. I pray that they would know they belong here and this is a place where they can grow and be safe. So God, I pray that your seed would go forth and grow. And I pray that when everyone in this room looks at other people in this room, they would see good soil. I pray that I, God, would see good soil. I pray that the youth leaders, God, would see good soil. I pray that we would see good soil in our friends.